0: What is author marketing mastery through optimization, you ask? I'm going to tell you. It's the best way for us authors to make a living selling our books. Are you tired of hearing gurus tell you your book is only good enough to be a lead magnet for services? Are you tired of feeling like you have to be a slave to social media and then frustrated when that time doesn't actually help you sell books? I was too, until I found Ammo. Ammo is the only program that reliably produces results and it works for anyone. Is it hard work? You bet. Do you have to overcome some of your own prejudices to make AMO work for you? Absolutely. But rather than being another program that rah rah shish goon, bahs, tries to get you emotionally excited only to offer unclear methods, AMO shows you how to design profitable ads step-by-step step through a unique, never-before-tested formula. The founder, Steve Piper is a data-loving, formula-driven author who escaped the kingdom of Amazon to build a platform for himself where he sold directly to his readers and built a loyal following. With Ammo, you know who's reading your books, how to contact them, and what they want to read next. If you've always been frustrated with Amazon's wall of mystery of not knowing who's reading your books, of losing 50 to 70% of the hard earned money you make through book sales, Ammo solves all of those problems by putting you in the driver's seat and showing you how to fulfill your books directly to your readerships. Click the link in the show notes to learn more. For the past several months, I have not been doing any of these solo episodes through Zoom, which is how I do all of my interview podcasts. Uh, I've never done an in-person interview. I hope to change that this coming fall when I start doing some library events. But as of right now, all of my solo episodes for the past couple of months have been going straight through my handy-dandy iPhone. And honestly, I couldn't see any reason to do anymore because the sound quality that I get from the iPhone is more than adequate. But... As I've been reflecting on it, I realized that I do have subscribers on YouTube uh, and that some people prefer to interact with me through video. It doesn't match up with what I want, but I'm not here to only do what I want. And so I think my goal right now is to put this podcast out in every format possible to offer you the video format for the podcast it will continue to be the lowest possible production value. So right now I think I'm gonna upload this into Canva, the video aspect of it. I'm gonna chop off the beginning where I'm getting ready, the end where I'm stopping recording, um, and then add on just a little intro that I designed. So it's not gonna be super high quality, but it'll be another way to engage with me if you prefer to interact on YouTube. You'll be able to find me here. As much as possible i'm going to do that for every episode i drop the workload is significant to do all of this and right now i don't have a budget to hire somebody who would be really cheap that could do some of the really simple editing for me so if you are listening to the podcast and you're the kind of person who has a few bucks to burn uh, i have a sub stack where you can make a contribution To the show, Uh, always at the bottom of every episode that I put out through my podcast, there is a sign up form that says TRBM is a listener supported publication. So if you like what you're hearing and you want to help me get the video out there uh, at a slightly higher production value and save me some time so I can do a little bit more writing, then go ahead and make a contribution to TRBM through my Substack. And let me know in the comments that you want me to apply that to the production of the video show. With that in mind, I wanted to encourage you, if you are listening to this podcast, there is a link in the show notes, no matter where you're finding me, that you can navigate to Substack. I encourage you in the strongest possible terms, sign up for the Substack newsletter. You get two emails a week because I release two podcasts a week. In those emails, you get long form notes and content that is designed specifically for the listener. And what ends up happening inside of Substack when you listen to the show and interact through Substack is you see a conversation of people who are on this journey with me. Uh, Frequent contributors would be my co-host, Rich Hosek, one of my close friends and beta readers and all kinds of things, Heather O'Brien. There are numerous others. Corey will frequently comment. There's a lot of value that gets added in. And if you comment, you become part of the conversation. And this podcast is a billion times better the more people who interact. Right now, there's not a ton of you, but there are some of you. I still get the occasional email from you. And I'd love to hear those things in the comments because we can all benefit. We can use this kind of like a really beefed up version of a Facebook group. Uh, I don't have a Facebook group that's very active. I don't plan to build that out right now. And now I've come to the end. I'm imploring you to join the Substack. And if you have any extra cash laying around and you want to support some editing for the video portion of the YouTube podcast, feel free to contribute through Substack. You can email me at jodyjsperling at gmail.com if you have questions on how to do that and you can't find any links in the show notes that work. you've ever watched an author reading public and felt bored, TRBM. Stand the antidote. That reminds me of rolling a green harvester over a perfectly planted row of rye. TRBM is for riders, what time lapse was for painters, guitar solos and spotlight were for bands, and what chainsaws and ice blocks were for sculptors. Now what does TRBM stand for? T-Rex beats mastodons? Those records beautify music? Or a truly, really big man? You decide diving into the meat of this episode. Uh, As I said before, I'm going to be giving you the information about what I am doing for my library strategy as I'm working on it. Some weeks I have more time to do it. Other weeks I have a little less time to do it. I feel like this week my brain space was not exactly where I wanted it to be. Uh, I, I was struggling trying to figure out some ad stuff for the ammo program and also we were going for like my my wife and I were going for a dog walk. We're watching my aunt's dog and we just inherited my grandma's cat. So a lot of things mentally going on. And I was telling my wife as we were walking the dogs late at night that I felt maybe for the first time, like there are too many bridges for one human being to build. So uh, if you ever can relate to that, want to just toss that in there and say, with ammo and trying to design ads with libraries and trying to pitch libraries uh, with all of the local events that I want to do, all of those things take a completely different brain component to walk into Jake's and ask the owner if they're interested in partnering with me for uh, books for Bruce. That takes a completely different human quality than researching what libraries work with self-published authors or composing an email that i might be able to use and so i felt this sense of overwhelm that i wasn't sure i could do all of it and yet you push forward you carry forward if you move the bridge or build one plank i don't know what the the right metaphor is but if you if you do just a little bit more then you're going to eventually get somewhere It's worth going. What I worked on this week was reviews. Uh, We had talked with my my good uh, colleague, friend. You can't call a guy a friend when you've talked to him once and emailed him like a dozen times. Eric Otisons, thank you so much for being on my podcast. Uh, I hope you continue to listen and interact because you have so much value for the community of writers. And uh, yeah, but That conversation, he talked about reviews, about the power of the Kirkus review. And I thought, I wonder if there are any places where I can get a third party review and not necessarily have to break the bank. So I looked at some different things uh, that were cheaper, still paid reviews. uh, And then I, I ran across something that I really thought was powerful. Uh, It is from 2019, so not all of the data is current right now, but I thought I would offer it to you because it's something that I discovered and that was helpful to me. I have submitted my book for a couple of reviews free of charge, and from what I understand, they will get around to it in 10 to 12 weeks, both places that I've submitted to. There are several more that still uh, I can submit for a review to. And those reviews are third-party, and they actually actively distribute those reviews to the platforms where librarians are reading. So I thought that sounded pretty cool. I will probably refine this message a little bit in the coming weeks to let you know how it's working, what I'm seeing, if if I learn that I was mistaken in any of my understandings. But right now, I just wanted to point you toward a resource. I'll have a link to it in the show notes. You can read up on it. All of the links will be in the one link for jenniferthompson.com. And the article is nine places to submit your self-published book for review. Uh, I tried one and couldn't get through because it was an older link. Like I said, two I was able to submit to, and then several uh, I have not gotten around to so far. But I like the idea that there are places that will actually give a free reading to your book and do a review. And if you want to expedite that from you know 10 to 12 weeks to several weeks, you can pay. But it's an option that is free to you where you can get that third-party review. And it's applicable to more than just libraries. That's the other thing I like about it is that you're going to put the time in to submit for the review. You can also use editorial reviews in Amazon. So you can add an editorial review to a book that you already have listed that maybe doesn't have any editorial reviews. That can add a little bit of social credibility. You can use those reviews when you take your books to bookstores if you choose to go that route. I don't think that you're gonna get the same bang for your buck out of a review like that if you went to a non-bookstore, like uh, somebody at a farmer's market that maybe you were pitching to have a booth or a grocery store. Areas that aren't literarily focused probably aren't going to know names like Reader's Favorite or Reader Views or Booklist or Book Reporter. But if you are pitching to markets that are involved in the literary community, I think those are going to be known names. There are other ways that you can possibly do this. Um, And so I wanted to mention, because these can help you with libraries as well as, again, social proof. Uh, You can go to somebody who regularly submits book reviews to literary journals and ask them if they would accept a free copy of your book in exchange for a fair and honest review. And they can submit that review to the regular literary journals that they're working with. The one caution I would tell you here is that a lot of literary journals are very convinced that traditional publishing is the only way to go. And because they believe traditional publishing is the only way to go, they might not even take a book review of a self-published book. So you're going to have to do a little bit more back-end work to make sure that you're approaching reviewers who submit to journals that are open to self-published books. There are a few out there that I think would work. Uh, Decomp is one. I think at this time, Decomp is fully online but they would accept a book review for a self-published book. Uh, Jason Jordan is the name of the editor. I know him. I had a story published in Decomp years ago. I will try to link to it in the show notes if I can find it. Um, And that story is also in my collection, Mr. Sticky Fingers and Other Stories. So any story I've ever had published is in my my, uh, collection of short fiction. Um, And there's, I suppose, uh, maybe 12 to 16 short stories that were published in literary magazines. When I had my eye on traditional publishing, I was told that that was like the way to get through the gatekeepers is if you could say you had been published in a a magazine. Um, Obviously that didn't turn out to be as accurate as I might've liked, but I also, well, anyways, moving on. I'm not bitter. I swear. I am so not bitter. I'm not resentful. I don't walk around with a chip on my shoulder all the time, just waiting for the day that I can say, huh? And you passed up on me, chump. (laughs) I'm not waiting for that day. I'm not even excited to have a moment in the sunshine. It is Friday for me. When you hear this, it will obviously be Monday. It's always Monday. And it's been a long, long week. I've had some good headway. Uh, I've had some challenges. Baseball season is over fantastic we did well we won our last game we slaughtered the opponents played in my favorite field in small townsville nebraska uh homer homer nebraska shout out to homer nebraska i don't have any listeners in homer i can 99.9 percent guarantee it but that town's baseball field is super great it's in a little nested valley and there are huge trees so it's like the one and they also have kind of like almost an amphitheater the theater around the field, so like the seating is great and it's got shaded overhangs. It's a it's a from all and you know like what I can tell, it looks like a poor town, but its baseball field is great. I wish that our baseball field was so cool. The big trees give you shade. Well maintained field. You're not here to listen about children's baseball, but I'm glad to be done, and I'm also glad we went out with a bang. And I suspect that on the current trajectory. Someone will volunteer me to coach again next year, and I'll probably be forced to say yes. It wasn't as bad in the end as I thought it would be. Maybe that's a lesson for writing, for submitting for reviews, for approaching librarians, for walking into the bar or the coffee shop to ask if you can partner in an event. It's not as bad as you think it will be if you just go and do it. I wish I had a bit more meat before you today, but I am going to include the article from jenniferthompson.com again it was 2019 so some of the resources are slightly out of date there may be better ways to do this but i'm trying to carry you along with my library progress and i will update you i think i said this somewhere else so i won't recap in depth but my ebooks are currently available and i do want to do one correction my ebooks are currently available on hoopla H O O P L A. You can look Hoopla up. It is a resource that every library has the opportunity to participate in. It is a pay per checkout system. So instead of having to go directly to a library to get them to acquire your book, you actually can submit through Ingram Spark, and Ingram Spark will distribute the book to all of its partners, one of which happens to be Hoopla. And so your book will then be available. What I don't understand and needs more research is why some books, even in like the big five, like really big books that should be available through Hoopla are not. And I do wonder if there is a component at which if a book is uber famous, then a library may choose to make that book unavailable through Hoopla. That may be like a an on-site decision and you don't have to worry about it because I remember trying to listen to Tomorrow and Tomorrow and Tomorrow. Um, can't remember her name. It's a good book. It's worth reading. Not everything about it is to my taste, but it's it was good. And I mean, wildly popular. Somebody mentioned loving it on a late night TV show, and it just went cubby through the atmosphere. Really big deal. Zafon, I think, is the last name, or something with a Z, Zappin, Zaffin. Anyways, uh, that book. At any library through Libby, L-I-B-B-Y, which is an extension of Overdrive, another digital catalog available to library patrons. You can be listening to books or reading ebooks for free, people. If you're paying Audible or you're paying me through a Facebook ad to buy my books, great. Thank you. I love the support. And if you want to own the book forever and kind of read at your own pace and not have 14 or 21 days to get through a book, all great reasons to buy a book. But if you're on a budget and you love reading, I mean, 95% of all the reading I do is through the library uh, and these digital resources. I really love digital resources. I couldn't afford to read the amount of books I read. If you're friends with me on Goodreads, you know, I'm a fairly prolific reader. And a lot of that is audiobooks. So if you don't count that as reading, well, it's still pumping stories into my brain that have helped me tell better stories. So it's worth something. Anyway, uh, you can just submit your books through Ingram Spark and they'll be distributed to Hoopla. And unless you're the Gabrielle Zafan, pretty sure is her name, tomorrow, 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 you're going to be found in every library that is a participant in the Hoopla program. Not all libraries are. Omaha is, Lincoln's not. I said I wasn't going to go so into depth, but apparently I am. Uh, and then the other one that I would mention, I think I've mentioned before and we'll go into more depth later is Find Away Voices. If you have audiobooks, if you have audiobooks, submit to Find Away Voices mass distribution. You would end up in Hoopla. You may even end up in the Overdrive catalog where then all you have to do is mobilize your communities and have them request the book because I would say, More often than not, a digital request for a book on the Libby app, you can use that Libby app. And if your library allows requests digitally, then you can just push a a notification. There's a little bell that you push that says you're requesting that book. That was how I got my eBooks bought. I personally requested my own book from the Omaha Public Library as eBooks, and they bought both of them at 200% cost, which was super great. Uh, And now... Those books have uh, eight holds and two holds respectively, just because I posted and said, hey, in a a, a local Omaha group called um, 500 Millennials, something along those lines, I I found the group. It was local to Omaha. It was called Millennials. And I thought, you know what? I just recently heard a stat from Eric Otis, Otis Simmons that millennials love libraries. So I asked, hey, if you have a library card, My book is at the Omaha Public Library. And if you would just so graciously place a hold on it, even if you don't plan to read it, that hold alone will help me make an impression on the library. And it could have a dramatic impact on the rest of my career as an author. Small output of energy for you, massive return for me. And I believe that's true. So I'll be following up the Omaha Public Library to figure out what, the next step is, but with eight holds, maybe they'll buy a second copy of the book and then they'll forever have two copies of my book. Um, that's cool momentum. I don't know. Uh, okay. So reviews, Hoopla, Libby, social proof. What is your homework for this week? Your homework for this week is to check out jenniferthompson.com. Submit your book for one review. It's free. If you feel like your book is ready for a review, uh, the one that I sent to, I believe was let me see I think it was readers favorite it's either reader's favorite or reader views Again, link in the show notes. So look it up. Reader's Favorite or Reader Views explicitly says you can submit an unpublished manuscript uh, that they will read and review so that you actually have that ready ahead of time to publish on uh, any of your Amazon pages or anything like that. You can also get the review if the book's been out for a long time. So submit a book. That is your homework for this week. If you have a book, submit the book. If you are published traditionally, like my friend Heather, you can still submit your book. You may have to have your editor do that for you, but you ultimately shouldn't have to since review copies help everyone out. Just maybe run it by your editor if you're traditionally published, but you can still submit to these contests. They will read them. If you want to pay to expedite, you can. You don't have to. And that's it. That is your action item for the week. Go out there, get some awesomeness going.